What's up? Happy Friday. It is February 12th, 2021. I'm Lisa Page. This is the Lisa Page Made Me Do It podcast. I'm sorry that I've been MIA the last week or two. Everything with that car accident has kind of like consumed my days because I don't know. I have this second job now of riding my insurance company's ass to make sure that uh, this whole process with the car doesn't get delayed and I'm stuck in a rental for another two months. I don't know yet if they're going to total out my car. What I can tell you is that, and this is according to Jeremy over at the body shop place, they work with Infinity down here in the uh, DF Dub area. And so far, the damage done to my car is over $41,000. So I think it's stupid of my insurance company to not already total the car out because, well, one, I I really don't want it to be repaired at this point because it'll never drive the same. It's just never going to drive the same. It's going to completely depreciate in value. I mean, it's already depreciated in value, but to have things just replaced, that's going to be a big fat nightmare. And uh, if they just total it out, I can go on with my life and, and get the same car. But it's just like an added stress. You know, it's just another annoying job. And I forgot to request payment yesterday and two weeks ago for unemployment. So now I have the fun task of trying to get a hold of somebody at the unemployment agency here in Texas. They don't want to answer their their phones. Everything's busy. They open at eight. Funny, I called right at eight and they're already so busy. Doing a podcast was kind of the last thing on my to-do list over the last couple of weeks because these things kind of take priority. No offense though. You know I love you. And we're just going to, we're going to move forward and we're going to start with Brittany, my girl, Brittany, my gym bud. She has been divorced for like, I don't know, probably a year and a half now. And we've been talking about doing this podcast for a while because she's learned so much since becoming a single mom, putting shit together. She's in the middle of buying her first house on her own. You know, she got an adult job, not like a trainer at Orange Theory wasn't a real job, but she has a real deal nine to five job, believe it or not, even though she's on Instagram with me all day. She's going to be here in a second and then we'll get into it. Y'all don't even understand the, the class we just took. I mean, that was so, it was not good. It was so low energy and we were the only ones bringing the heat. Nobody was feeling our flames. No, everyone was giving us side eye and blank stares i'm like yes we're on our last set crickets like (laughs) nothing no one (laughs) nobody wanted any Mm -hmm. part of our shenanigans today it was was rough yeah we had a good time we did and so did trainer tiffany trainer tiffany was grateful we were there yeah oh we saved her from that (laughs) class dang (laughs) it was rough it was rough okay so we got Britain here we've been talking about this podcast for a while yes Brittany's a show off. I mean, every time a kid's birthday rolls around or she's got like a holiday, Christmas, this one's over here putting stuff together. Truth. Like the latest one was the foosball table. I'm not going to lie. The foosball table was probably my biggest accomplishment to date. That was, I vastly underestimated the difficulty of that. To recap, (laughs) to those of you who are new here, or maybe you've just started following me, you've started following Brittany, and you're like, okay, what's the big deal? So she put together a foosball table. Okay, it is a big deal. It's a, it's a big deal. effing deal. Yes. When you can put a foosball table together with no man. And I'm not saying, well, yes, I am. I'm sorry, but I do need a man for that. 
Right? Stu wouldn't even do it. He'd tell me to call Kyle. You know, some women are like, uh, women can do everything. Well, not these two over here. <laughs> well, Brittany no. can. Britt's been single and ready to mingle mm-hmm. for a while now. And uh, we've talked about this before. But we I, have. I really thought it was important that we talked about how <laughs> accomplished Brittany has become with. I feel like it should be on like my dating profile. Like, yes, I can put stuff together well. And I don't need you. I don't need you. If I want to hang out with you, great. But I don't need you. I don't, And I don't need your toolbox. No, I have my own. Yes, I own a power drill. That's what I was what? I was thinking about that today. You have the power drill. Mm-hmm. You have a toolbox. 100%. All right, so w- remember, we put together her furniture. Uh-huh. We got that couch in there. We have a couch that we at least helped me with that. I've done end tables. I've done dressers. I've done nightstands. You've done stools. I've done stools. And but- I've done the foosball table. Okay, when you bought the foosball table that came with 1,419 <laughs> pieces, I knew I wanted to get the kids a foosball table. This was a Christmas gift. Wait, let me just stop you right there. Because before <laughs> Christmas, so Brittany, when you walk into her house, she's got a bathroom. It's like the guest bathroom. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. But her kids never use that bathroom. Never. They're always, you know, back <laughs> in the back of the house. So it was one night I was getting ready to leave and I had to rush to the bathroom and I went in there and she has the freaking foosball table. <laughs> In the bathroom, but it's so big that- It's so big and heavy. Half the box (laughs) is sticking out of the doorway. And let me, let me just say, they had no idea. They woke up Christmas morning to a put together foosball table and completely oblivious that the giant box in there was no longer present. The the funny thing (laughs) is, that's how rare her kids use that bathroom. So Brittany was like, oh, well, the box sort of doesn't fit in this- room but I'm gonna shove it in there anyway and so what if half the box is coming out of the doorway they're never gonna know and I wasn't there when you put this thing together so how did you pull it out because I can't imagine that it wasn't a light box no did you roll it out heavy push it so the good thing was is it's like hardwood floor so I could slide it you slid it all the way the area that it was coming from and going to was literally like 10 feet like not far it wasn't far no so I was able to slide it I got it open and I was like I totally got this I totally got this and then I will say I started to read the instructions and when it said, you need a power drill, I was like, oh. You're like, I did not plan this. <laughs> I may be a little bit in over my head, but my, my procrastination, when I realized this, it was Christmas Eve. So I was like, well, I'm too far in now. Like, I got to do this. Right. I can't call someone on Christmas Eve and be like, hey, can you come put, like, oh, I no. got to do it. Oh, no, no. So I went to Walmart, bought myself a power drill. I remember you posting it. I was right? very proud. Yeah. I know. I was like, I have to remember this. Because I'm going to tell my kids about it one time, one day when they're older. Mm-hmm. And they'll be super impressed. Mm-hmm. They probably won't. But so I got my power drill. And long story short, four, no, three and a half three, hours yeah. later, I had put together a foosball table. <laughs> I mean, that's so, I would never be able to do it, Britt. I wouldn't be able to do it. So did you have to take mental breaks? I feel like I would, one, be cursing up a storm. Oh, for sure. And then I would definitely need some breaks, just like breathers. For sure. In all fairness, there were multiple phone calls to my dad where I was like, something has gone awry. Like, I'm not sure what to do at this point. And my dad is like, my dad built houses for a living. Was he like, Brittany, just FaceTime me. Let me see what you're trying to work with. So I explained it to him and he's like, you're saying something wrong. So I was like, can I FaceTime you, daddy? He was like, of course. Please. (laughs) So my dad was clutch and he has been for a lot of them. It's so funny because people will ask me like these things. My response is just like, you don't even know what you can do until you have to. Right. Right. 
like I didn't have an option. It was Christmas Eve. My kids were either going to have a foosball table or not. So I was like, well, putting together a foosball table. But we had this conversation. Brittany and I had this conversation two years ago. Yes. I remember we were driving to a baby shower and yes. she was married at the time. And we were talking about how, God forbid, something happened to our husbands. We would be fucked because yeah. I, I'll tell you right now, I don't know one password to anything. <laughs> I don't know one password to anything. Yes. I don't know where we have money invested. I don't know how many accounts. Sue's got a business account. No clue. 401ks and this and that. I mean, yeah, assets and all of the things. And yes. I don't know any of it. Finally, over the summer, Stu did put together a whole list of passwords. Yes. Put it in the safe and told me, God forbid, these mm-hmm. are the people you call if something happens to me. And here are all the passwords to all the websites. Which is key. Which is key. Like, if you don't have that, do it. Sit down with your spouse or whomever. It's a, it's a hard conversation and you don't yes. want to think about it. But, but you need to do it because it's better to at least have that. And it doesn't matter if it's a divorce or something happens. Like you just need to be able to know what to do. I don't think you even realize how much you do rely on that other person mm-hmm. until they're no longer there. But you guys have a good relationship in that you can call him with questions and he'll answer them for yes, you for the most 100%. part. 100%. Okay. So Brittany, fast forward, gets divorced. And now she's like, shit, I got to do all this on my own. <laughs> I have got to get a job. Yeah. And I've got to learn how to put stuff together. I got to pay my own bills. I got to put stuff together. I got to like. Yeah. And I will say, and like you can weigh in from your point of view, but like I feel like my first year, the first year after the divorce is like, you're just kind of in like survival mode. Like navigating. Yeah. People, I remember, how are you doing? And I was like, well, I'm fine. Mm -hmm. And it was solely because I was just like, there were so many things that I had to keep track of that I didn't really have time to like be like, I fine well yeah because you were in like fight or flight mode a hundred percent yeah and now that I'm in like year two and like you said like okay I have a stable job like I've got stuff going on I know what I'm doing I feel more confident now Mm -hmm. it's like okay now I can actually like figure out what I want to do get my life together be who you want to be but that is all very secondary to literally surviving Mm -hmm. and being like okay I need to find a place to live I need to remember how to pay bills. I need to make sure. I mean, I have two kids, so it's like they need to be good. I need to make sure mm-hmm. they're good. And there's all these things that have to happen. And if you if you like segment it out that way, it can be overwhelming. Mm-hmm. But it's just like when you're in the moment, you're just like. And I think this is true for all moms. You're mm-hmm. just like, well, this is what has to happen, so I'm going to do it. You don't have a choice. You don't have a choice. You do what needs to be done. Mm-hmm. But it's so funny because most of my friends will say, I can't. And it's, <laughs> this is the truth. They don't say like, oh my gosh, is it so hard being on your own? They say, oh my gosh, I can't imagine having to like pay bills and do all that stuff. And nah, 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 nah. and I'm like, I totally get it. Mm-hmm. I was in the same spot. Mm-hmm. But it also has brought to my attention like you need to make sure that you are aware. So if it did come down to you having to do something, mm-hmm. you could do it. Mm-hmm. And I have no doubt you totally, anyone could. It just, if you're well, in and, the situation. And you're right, but you don't have a choice. Yeah. You don't have a choice. No. A hundred percent. No. Dang. You just go month to month and you're like, I'm just going to get through this month and I'll tackle this next month. Yeah. And then you finally are at a point where you're like, okay, wait, 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 I'm good. I can look at like, what do I want to do in two years? Where do I want to be in three years, four years? On top of the transition of going from married life and you were working at Orange Theory as a fun part-time job. Yes. I remember when we first met, that's Mm -hmm. just like 
something you picked up because you wanted to. And now that our yes. kids are older, we are able to work. We could, yeah. I could, t- I could take a, a job out of the home right now and 100%. do it full time. And my kids would still go to school and all that stuff. But you know, when, when you're in the thick of it and you're in that season of where your kids are little yes. and you know, if, if you are blessed enough to have a husband that can provide yes. and you can still live comfortably and you don't want to go back to work. Right. That's fantastic. Great. That's great. That's a great life. But a lot of women don't have that choice. A lot right. of women, even when they are married, they still have to work. They right. need to be a two-income family. 100%. But when you are co- going from married life, husband's working, <laughs> that your job is the kids, you uh-huh. get them, re- you did it, and then now you're going from not married, yes. new house, buying all new furniture. Yes. Because I remember when Britt and I were talking about this new place that she was going to get. I'm like, well, what are you doing with this furniture? Like, and, and she's like, well, we're splitting half of it. But I really want that restoration hardware Oh, table. that was like my hard But stuff. Rick has that. Yeah. <laughs> but now the kids have two bedrooms. They have one at Rick's. They have one yes. at your house. And where does that money come from? And didn't right. you guys just kind of split it? How did that work? I forget. So we, it's so hard too because like we did split a lot. But I will say the majority of the furniture. So we when we bought that house, we redid the whole house and we bought the furniture for that house. Customized. hundred percent. So it was kind of like, well, I don't want to take that because it goes with the house. It goes with the house. And Rick very much felt the same way where he was like, well, will you leave that? Will you leave that? Which I totally, I wasn't even mad about. I was like, yeah, I totally get why you would want Mm -hmm. that stuff. You're like, but you're going to need to buy me replicas. Yeah. Well, and to his credit, he totally was like, yeah, like I'm going to help you get what you need to set up your house. And he totally did. Even when she moved out, he came over. I remember I watched the kids. Yeah. That was the afternoon that my chandelier decided to fall from oh my, gosh, that's my right. kitchen ceiling. And I was having Parker. I'm like, Parker, Parker, go get Mr. Stu. Yeah. True. But that was a day where Rick had met you out at your new house to help you put together beds. Y'all co-parent really well. I have to say that is something I do feel very fortunate about because I can't imagine it would just be 10 times harder oh, if it was stressful. like yes. we couldn't stand to be in the same room no. or we couldn't because you still you are co-parenting I communicate with him on a daily basis mm-hmm. about who knows what right just all these different things of school or their after school activities or what homework has to happen or, or sports are you guys right now yeah. working on the sports I'm like Brittany when you start dating again and stuff that guy needs to know yeah that you <laughs> talk to Rick because some guys have a problem with it yeah and like Brittany straight up is like yo bro 100%. Rick and I talk 100 million times a day yeah and that's how it is and right. if you can't if you can if that's too much for you then this it's not gonna work. right and it's because it's in the best interest of our kids yeah it's good that we're on the same page if we were on two different pages and i have a son who trust me would manipulate us that way uh-huh. it would be very easy uh-huh. to have a good situation be very bad but you've learned now how to put pretty much everything together 100 percent. you've learned how to pay all your bills i know like where it is i will say that's like something i do think everyone needs to understand finance because finance because I feel like they're intimidating because they can be very complicated. Oh, I'm totally intimidated by 100%. All of that. Yeah. Especially if you are saying, okay, well, we're talking retirement accounts, we're talking investment properties. When you put all that together, it can be overwhelming. And you honestly, I've had conversations with people where they're like, I just don't even tell me. But it's also like when you can say, like, if I can sit down and put it all on paper, I'm like, oh, I totally, I know where this is. I know where this needs to be. If you would have asked me a year and a half ago, oh, where do you think you're going to be? You know, if if you were to, there is no shot no. I would have told you I would be in the position I'm in now. Mm-mm. No, no chance in a million years. I probably would have said, oh, I'm going to be at Orange Theory still. Nah, nah, nah. Well, I mean, in the middle of all of it, you, you got promoted to head trainer. Yeah. On top of going through the divorce, trying to deal with your kids and their transitions. Yeah. Getting into this house. Yes. 
It's Brittany's doing what I'm doing. Like we rented our house. Brittany's rented, and now she's yes. like girlfriend's buying her own house with her own money. <laughs> I do feel pretty good about I, that's that. That's pretty awesome, Britt. Seriously, <laughs> I'm like I can do it. And just to be clear, Britt's had a job the whole time. Right. Again, going back to when we first met, she only picked up Orange Theory because she wanted a side job. Right. Her, her husband never told her, "No, you need to work." No. We all need outlets. Fitness was a thing for her. So right. I remember meeting you and being like, "Oh my gosh, that's so cool that you can do this on the side. You just love doing it and you pursued it." Yeah, I had to get my training, um, what are they called? Certification. Yeah, certification. I benefit a lot from like my friends who have the time that can say, hey, I'm going over to the school today and they send me a text. Oh, I saw Parker. He did this. Yeah, you count on those relationships 100%. to keep you. Yeah. And they can pick them up from school or let's be honest, I drop the ball all the time. And like the other day was like, oh, you can wear your pajamas if you bring one to donate. And I'm like, um, I'm going to send them their pajamas. And my friend was like, oh, I have an extra pair right. that I bought. So it's it's so much give and take and if you I just I 100% am a believer in like you put out what you get back so Mm -hmm. if you are there and you are putting out help other people 100% show up and help you out yes when you go through something huge in your life you do find out who your real friends are. A hundred percent. Because, you know, sometimes divorces can be get, get ugly. And yes. then now and you're then picking you find these friends. And trust me, I had that also where it was like, well, they were your friend first. So I guess that they're going to yeah. be your friends and I'm not going to. And I'm not going to see them or. Yeah. And it's it is. It's awkward. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. even with, like I said, Rick and I are really good. And so it's not like I'm over there talking badly about him or no, anything like that. No, or no, him no. about me. But no. it's still, it is. It's, it's very interesting. I'm grateful that it never really got weird or awkward between Rick and I, you know, because we always hang out. Even if you're not there now, I can't tell you how many people I've talked to that are divorced that said, oh, yeah, we're good friends now. It took some time. Mm -hmm. That's totally understandable. Mm -hmm. So if you're like in the thick of it and you're like, I can't stand to be in the same room with them. Mm -hmm. I really truthfully don't think it will always be that way. In my head, I'm like, look, Rick and I went through so much together as a couple. How long were y'all married for? 13 years. Okay. I mean, it was a long time. Yeah, it wasn't like they got married, had a couple kids, and then two years later, they got divorced. Right. It was an investment. It was a, yeah. 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 Two kids. And so for me, I'm like, I will always have like a special place for him because Mm -hmm. we went through so much. We have two kids together. And I will always have like that level of, respect for him Mm -hmm. and I will always care about him and hope like that he's good yeah it means a lot to me that he is happy and he has a good life yeah and I think he would say the exact same yeah like you guys love each other in a different way yes and getting divorced in Texas is a lot different than getting divorced in some other states yeah you don't get spousal support no generally yep you don't get alimony generally it is cut and dry Mm -hmm. here and it didn't matter that I didn't work for it was literally the parameters I think they were like do you have a college degree and I did and they were like well then you can go get a good job. They don't. No, they don't give any credit. Yeah. <laughs> they don't pity you. Not in any way. So just keep that in mind. Okay. I think we need to do a part two of this because we're rushing now. Follow us on the gram. Lisa Page made me do it. And my new backup account so we can go live. LP on the scene. And then Brit at Brit W. Mason. She's not shadow beyond like I am. <laughs> but follow me on my stories and I'm always tagging Brittany. All right. Song of the week. Do you have any idea? I kind of already have a song. Well, do it if you know one. I know, but do you want? Do you know one offhand or no? No, you go. Okay, if you insist. I have been listening to this song nonstop for two weeks now. I think. Kygo, Valerie Brossard. It's called "The Truth." This is my jam right now. I'm having thoughts again. Hey, are we more than friends? Been trying to say those words for days. Cause I've been noticing. There when I look at you, you turn your head and look away. Been dancing around the feeling in the dark. Can't get it out. Why can't you tell me now? I've been up all night, 
song is so freaking good. Zach was getting mad at me this morning. We were rolling up to school and I had it blasting. He's like, Mommy, turn it down. We're definitely in that phase of not my daughter, but my son is very embarrassed by me. Like He doesn't want me to help him tie his shoe. He doesn't want me to smooch him up before school. He doesn't even want the music playing at all. Ay, ay, ay. Anyway, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Lisa Page Made Me Do It podcast. You can catch me on Insta at Lisa Page Made Me Do It in my secret account, LP on the scene. Also, Britt W. Mason, thank you so much for listening. Have a great weekend. Stay warm, stay bundled. And most importantly, if you have a pet, specifically a dog, do not leave them outside for longer than a couple of minutes. Let them go out, do their business, bring them right back in. I cannot handle another story of a dog freezing outside. Absolutely not. All right, have a great weekend, and I will talk to you next week. Bye.